Farming, as most of you know, is extremely variable and highly dynamic, which is why blanket solutions and products just generally don't work for most producers. New approaches then need to be explored, experimented with, and adapted to local context. Agriculture is seldom black and white. It's a series of gray, and you've got to adjust that gray to your farming operation. That's Robert Syke, founder and CEO of AgVisor Pro. That adjustment he referred to requires not only information and expertise, but also trust and support. AgVisor Pro offers a platform that brings together farmers, experts, and company representatives to solve problems together in a way that not only aggregates this expertise, but fills the gaps between information and implementation. If you have got these NDVI maps and you're looking for a second opinion as to how to interpret this NDVI imagery, can you find somebody on AgVisor Pro to give you a hand? Well, yes, you can. If you've got a conflict in your family and you don't know how to deal, who do you find to talk to about that issue? Again, that's available on AgVisor Pro. Why Robert Syke believes he's building the most trusted agricultural network in the world on today's Future of Agriculture podcast. Well, hello, fellow ag nerd. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Future of Agriculture podcast. My name is Tim Hamrich, and every week you and I get to hear from the farmers, founders, innovators, and investors shaping the future of the ag industry. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to take just a moment to recognize our quarterly presenting sponsor for this quarter, which is Acres. Name a place, a single source, where you can find land for sale, comparable sales, and easy-to-use maps. Can't do it? Well, that is where Acres comes in. This land analysis and mapping platform brings together the data you need to make confident decisions about buying, selling, or investing in a piece of land. That includes manually vetted comparable sales, soil data, crop history, elevation, flood insights, and more. There's no paywall. You can create a free account today at acres.co and access 10 plus layers of data along with land listings, tools for saving and customizing maps, and PDF report generation. If you're in the land business and need more than just the basics, check out their premium and enterprise plans for features that support efficient due diligence, portfolio management, and fast valuations. It's all part of Acres' mission to make the land marketplace transparent and easy to access for anyone. Check out a parcel anywhere in the U.S. for free at acres.co. That's acres.co. And thank you so much to Acres for supporting this quarter of the Future of Agriculture podcast. All right, now back to today's episode with AgVisor Pro CEO, Robert Syke. Rob is a well-known outspoken champion of agriculture, a distinguished agrologist, professional agriculture consultant, and a veteran entrepreneur that we've had here on this show twice before on episodes 95 and also on 166. He's leveraged these strengths to found over 15 companies over the years in areas of farming, ag retail, distribution, media, and ag tech. He was the founder and CEO of the AgriTrend AgriData group of companies, which was acquired by Trimble. He was also the CEO of Dot Technology Corp through the acquisition of Dot Robotics by Raven Industries. 
Today, Rob is the founder and CEO of AgVisor Pro, a technology platform that connects those seeking agriculture advice with trusted experts who can provide answers now. Rob describes AgVisor Pro as a connectivity ecosystem that combines elements from other tools like Uber and eHarmony and Twitter and FaceTime to connect these seekers of agricultural knowledge with the relevant expertise and support they need. This was a good episode for me because uh, I actually talked to Rob a couple times about AgVisor Pro. In fact, I think the last interview he was on in 166, he was already working on AgVisor Pro. We talked about it briefly. And, you know, when I first heard about it, I thought it was, oh, FaceTime for farmers. And then the second time I heard about it, you know, I thought it was, okay, it's it's sort of this expertise one-on-one coaching type uh, platform and every time i talk to him this vision kind of continues to get bigger and it is a little bit harder to understand when you first hear about it you want to put it in one of those boxes but i encourage you to listen through to how this fits into the support needed for innovation to take place i think actually the more i learned the more i realized this is a critical component of everything we talk about here on the show which is trust is essential for anything to be tried, to be adopted. And I think what they're doing at AgVisor Pro fills this gap between a lame ag tech marketing website that you might get some information from all the way on the other side of the spectrum. You've got published research from universities that you have to pay for and are maybe a little bit more esoteric to try to read. There's this gap in the middle of like figuring this stuff out. And I think that's where AgVisor Pro is serving a very, very real need and where you can probably extract insights from this interview that really do impact the future of agriculture. I'm going to drop you into the conversation here where Rob is explaining to me why he believes existing platforms to connect us are not quite adequate yet and why agriculture specifically needs a tool like AgVisor Pro. Well, I think it comes down, Tim, to pressure. And we're getting a lot of pressure in agriculture right now. We're being asked to produce more. I mean, you, you grab the numbers, whatever number it is, 70% more food by 2050, 30% more food or 40% more food by 2030. Uh, the population has just crested 8 billion people. People want to eat better and more nutritious food. That demand is not going to slow down. So I always say this, farmers are being asked to produce. We know that. They're also being asked to reduce simultaneously reduce their environmental footprint so people are concerned about the inputs that we're using so we're asked to produce and reduce our environmental footprint our greenhouse gas footprint at the same time we're being asked to protect the environment because society wants us to protect the environment and they're asking us also to restore the environment so we're being asked as agriculture to produce reduce protect and restore all at the same time these pressures create the necessity for us to adopt technology and new practices at farm level faster than we ever have before. And to your question, I think agriculture needs to expand and get out of its echo chambers. Whether that echo chamber is the coffee shop or your local buddies, whether that echo chamber is the people selling you equipment, fertilizer and chem and and buying your grain, the best expert for your farm to satisfy your issue in your agricultural business, that expert, the best one may be somebody you don't know. So how do you find them? How do you find those experts that you don't know? That's the problem that, that we set out to tackle. Right. And so, yeah, the answer you're proposing for that question, how do you find them, is AgVisor Pro. But I'm curious for you, how do you find them? How does AgVisor Pro find these experts? 
Well, like we're doing today, we're, we're talking about the platform that we're building. We also are working with influencers. A lot of the work that we've done is organic growth. So people telling other people about us. Again, uh, if I had more capital right now, we'd be leveraging that in the marketplace as well in the more traditional manners. But it is interesting, you know, um, it, this has been a, a three-year journey and people ask me, how come I haven't retired? And I said, well, have you seen my golf game? Because it's really bad. But anyways, I, I've taken and I've thrown all my chips back on the table because I believe we need to find an easier way to connect to experts. And so we're going to be hosting a webinar on nitrogen stability. Well, it didn't take me long using AgVisor Pro to find the experts that I needed to talk about nitrogen stability. So I've got a company, Taurus Ag, talking about uh, urease and nitrification inhibitors. I've got the former agronomist for Nutrient or Agrium, Ray DeBanco. And then I've got a guy named Greg Flint out of Missouri. Uh, and Greg's been doing all kinds of stuff in regenerative. How would I have ever found Greg? I used AgVisor Pro and I was able to find him very quickly. So we've teed up that team and moving forward. And is the idea for, for individuals, you know, like the ones you mentioned to offer one-on-one -on -one services through the app? Well, really what we have is we have several tiers actually, because companies come onto the platform and list the company, what it does, their reps, and they, they can list virtual services. So we've got a market access program for companies who want to access the market. And then we've got a virtual farmer's market. So for example, if a farmer today wanted to get his combine yield data cleaned up, and very often we know that that data is a little bit wobbly. We need to get that data cleaned up, especially if you're running lots, uh, several combines in the same field. Well, there's a guy, Matt Mess, on our virtual farmers network that will clean up your yield data for you. If you're looking for help for tomatoes in your greenhouse and you're trying to figure out what to do with that, there's an expert that can help you with that in our virtual farmers market. So those are examples, Tim. We've got verified independent experts. We've got sponsored experts from companies. And uh, with our search capability that we've built, it's very easy for a question to find the experts or for you to go in and query either by subject matter or by geography and find the experts you're looking for. And that's what we've been working on building the last three years. It's been a long haul to get it where it is today. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something interesting here that also speaks to a broader trend even outside of agriculture. I was talking to someone over the weekend about them wanting a one-on-one -on -one coach for like something really specific, you know, take for example, uh, like furniture making. I want a coach to teach me how to make my own furniture, like something obscure like that. And I wondered, you know, there's plenty of places I could go online to take an online course, which I'm not a fan of, by the way. I, 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 I've never completed an online course that I've paid for. Maybe that's more on me, but I just think generally that's, that's true for people. Not an online course, but to find a one-on-one -on -one expert, like, hey, you're the best furniture making in the world. I have money. I want to pay you to coach me on how to make my own furniture. That's kind of what you're doing in a way, but just agriculture specific, obviously. Well, you know, I'll give you two examples. One is a MIG welder. I bought a MIG welder the other day, a used MIG welder, and I'm looking at these dials and I could not figure out how to make this thing work. And I tried to find the YouTube thing. I could not make it. I would have paid anybody. I would have paid for a coach to just come online with me on AgVisor Pro, use my camera, show them what I'm seeing, and then coach me on what the settings were. I know a lot of people are going to laugh at me, but I just didn't have the training. And in probably in about 15 minutes, the right kind of expert could have coached me 
me. The second one is on the more personal side. We went through some real family tragedy here in, in October, November, and uh, I was looking for some support, somebody to talk to, and actually I found a really good counselor for mental health counselor on AgVisor Pro that I could confide in. And the interesting thing, Tim, was that she understood our industry. She understood the pressures that I was facing working in the agriculture sector. She understood that I was going to go to a trade show and that all these people were going to come up to me and express condolences. How are you going to deal with that? And so it's much more than just agronomy. It's livestock, it's equipment, it's HR, it's personal. I think we need that. I think we need to connect to people fast, trusted people. So we want the experts to be verified. We want to be able to see how they've interacted before with other people on the platform. And again, that's all been built. Yeah. No, I, I really appreciate you sharing that. In fact, you know, especially something like mental health is is an area where reaching out to somebody who doesn't know you and your family and your neighbors and everyone in your community is actually an, an asset, right? You, you kind of want that level of confidentiality, or I think a lot of people do, um, that maybe they wouldn't seek that help out locally. Well, you know, Tim, I want to speak to this because this is part of the heart of what and why we're building what we're building. But when you think of farming or ranching, it's a lonely occupation. Very often you're you're in the shop by yourself and your thoughts can start running away with you. A lot of what you deal with, you're out of control. You're out of control of the markets. You're out of control of the weather, etc. But the three really big dangers facing a farming operation really are divorce and disease or disaster and death. Those those things are the three big D's. And um, a lot of times you're dealing with those things and you're, you don't have any skill set to deal with them. And so we're trying to make it really easy to connect with, a, again, a confidential advisor. Even if you go offline, I don't care. We just want to connect you to have a safe place to make sure that you're having a conversation. And maybe you're not comfortable going to town, parking your truck in front of the office or whatever. You don't want to talk to your neighbors. We're creating that kind of an environment, even on the agronomy side. Maybe you want a second opinion as to whether or not you should spray that insecticide or fungicide. Maybe a second opinion would be a good idea. And that's, again, that's what we're creating, that instantaneous connection. And does it cost anything to ask the initial question? No, no. Uh, we are we are experimenting with a subscription program for farmers to find out what they think about the value proposition. But right now you can come on and use the platform for free, ask your questions for free. If you engage with an expert and there's a consultation, then we get a percentage of that margin. If you uh, buy something from the virtual farmer's market, we can get a percentage. So people always ask, how do you monetize this, Rob? And we monetize it by the companies coming on our market access program through the virtual farmers market, through some of the consultation and through private communities because we've set up communities, for example, equipment dealerships. So we can set up a private community for the precision ag or the experts inside of an equipment dealership. We've also got technical communities. So we're about to unveil something called Precision Pro and Precision Pro is a technical community where only those John Deere, New Holland, Case, Agco, Trimble, Raven technicians can come into this Precision Pro tech community and resolve questions and go back to farmer level. So there's lots of layers. That's why I call it an ecosystem, Tim, because at first it was an app. We were trying to solve a problem, connect a farmer to an expert, try to monetize that expert. But then it grew into a platform and now AgVisor Pro is a full ecosystem. Wow. 
You mentioned kind of earlier, you know, Uber being part of that ecosystem in a way that like you're kind of Uberizing this agricultural expertise in a way. One thing people will say about Uber is, yeah, they build the platform and then they're going to go to autonomous vehicles and they're going to kind of own the whole the whole thing kind of right. You know, they'll have the vehicles and the, and the service in that same way. Someone might say, well, can't you just build artificial intelligence? And so AgVisor Pro is actually automatically answering the questions themselves. Now, I'll get to a question, I promise. My opinion is I, I want a person. Maybe I'm just too old of a millennial that like when it's important, I want to talk to a person, even if I can get the answers on a computer. Is that kind of the idea is that the, the person just is an important component in this process? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I've been thinking a lot about that. What does GPT chat mean? And we're looking at that right now. This is a part of what we, we think will come down the pipe. But I don't think, Tim, I don't think of it as artificial intelligence. I think it as augmented intelligence. And so to this extent, if I'm talking to you and you're growing corn, here's the questions I'm going to ask you. What's your organic matter? How much rainfall do you get? What's the heat units? What's the pH of your soil? What's the blah, 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 blah? Can't we use some background information to augment the intelligence of the human being? In other words, can't I use artificial intelligence to give me a whole bunch of the background data so I, as a human being, as an agronomist, can start to have a conversation with you about what's going on your farm? And the reason that I agree with you is that so far, uh, everything we've looked at It's good at general answers. It's good at answering some technical issues. But when it comes to nuances, when it comes to the specifics of an environment or the specifics of your equipment and how that seed is being placed, all of those kind of questions that require, you know, some silver hair, some experience, some discussion. I still think for the foreseeable future, farmers are going to want to consult with a human being to ground truth test or ratify or basically yeah just to solidify their decision so i don't think the human being is going away anytime soon however when i was running agritrend every fall we got a question on what is the value of straw every fall some new person would come on say what is the value of my wheat straw on a per acre basis well we'd start to roll our eyes now there's an example of technology being able to answer that question because it's a question that's asked all the time. But if you wanted to answer how to handle the straw, are you using a stripper header? Are you bailing? What, what's the spread pattern outside the back end of your comment? What kind of harrows are you? Those kind of questions really require conversation with an expert. Absolutely. And I, I don't have a good example top of mind, but also when I, uh, obviously I like to interview, that's sort of what I do because oftentimes I'll ask one question and an experienced person will say, actually, you're asking the wrong question there. And that's not something like a chat GPT will tell you, right? Like you need to consider all these other factors that you're not asking about. That's sort of inherent in your question. Yeah. In agriculture, like the human beings are good at recognizing patterns. We can recognize patterns. So that's really good. The other thing we can do is connect disparate ideas, which is exactly what you're talking about. So you're having a conversation floating down one direction and all of a sudden you say something. And I go, oh, well, wait a minute. Let's talk about the spreader pattern out of the back end of your combine. How are you doing that? And that's an area where expertise comes in. It's worth gold. And I don't think that's one where we're going to get disinterested mediated anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. I I like the augmented intelligence point. I think that's really important because we can get to the heart of things a lot quicker using artificial intelligence 
but uh, I, I just still think that expertise is so valuable for that reason. What about uh, on the company side? So essentially, it sounds like the, the companies are using AgVisor for customer service, customer success. Is that right? Well, there's a, a couple of things. One is, of course, the market access program. Companies want to come on the platform and put their reps on and expose themselves to conversations that are happening in the company, in the world. For example, I won't use the company's name, but uh, there is a biological company right now being discussed on our platform. And the biological company isn't on our platform, and they should be because they're being talked about in our platform. And they could chime in here. And it's really interesting, the back and forth going on between the farmers and the experts who have experience with this particular biological product and it's interesting to watch that conversation and at the end of it you know there is no right nor wrong agriculture is seldom black and white it's a series of gray and you've got to adjust that gray to your farming operation so that's the first thing is is companies want to get access to what's going on in the marketplace and what the discussions are we can do that the second thing is that I don't know if you've called any 1-800 numbers lately for customer support, Tim. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not very good. So we've set up something right now where we believe that uh, 1-800 in email is just so yesterday. So a company can set a customer service community up on AgVisor Pro and invite their customers in so this is an invitation type of only but if you were a precision ag company and you wanted to service your precision ag farmer base uh, you would invite your experts into this community in other words the precision ag experts from your company as well as the farmers i've learned a long time ago that it's not always the experts who can answer the question on a technology problem very often it's another farmer who solved the problem that can help you solve the problem so if you take uh, uh, company xyz a precision ag company that produces monitors and it has experts in our our service uh, community our private community for XYZ Corporation, very often it may not be the reps that solve the problem. It might be the other customers that have been invited into the community. So I'm very excited about that. I'm also excited about communities for associations, because if you're running a farm association, you're constantly looking at trying to bring back value to your farm members and your association. Again, email, WhatsApp, I don't think those things are cutting it. And we've got a brand new way to connect associations with their members as well. And when that happens, those members are connected to all of agriculture through AgVisor Pro. That's really interesting. And so um, you mentioned the company communities and, and the associations communities, and I work with a lot of associations and I could definitely see the value in that. Uh, what about just kind of organic communities? Are, are they popping up as well? I think earlier you mentioned regenerative agriculture. What purpose are the communities serving there? I'll give you two examples. So right now, from a public community standpoint, we've got regenerative agriculture, precision ag, agricultural drones, and horticulture that are basically public. Anybody can come in and join those communities and start chatting with experts in those communities. We also have a private for subscription community that's being run by a guy named Bob Recker. Bob Recker is a uh, expert in wide row corn and strip intercropping so bob has set up a community inside of agvisor pro where he invites people for a subscription to converse with bob about wide row and strip intercropping 
And this is a very specific niche, but already I can see that he's got 20 members inside of his private community that want to talk about this niche of niche of niches. And it's really interesting because when you're thinking about wide-row corn and intercropping that, the number of experts that are available that really know what they're doing is a fraction of a fraction. And so Bob has set up a community where you can join to learn about how to do this in a safe environment using our platform. I think this is just the tip of the iceberg, Tim, as to what we can do. That's really cool. Yeah, no, it's getting my wheels turning about some interesting ideas that that I've been having that I think might, you know, might have a place in there. I think hmm, there's a lot to it. I know you mentioned like asking a question and threads. If I remember right, the last time you and I spoke, there's also like you could kind of do FaceTime like communications between two individuals. Does all of that happen in the app? Absolutely. So this is back to the Uberization with Uber, you schedule. So you schedule a ride. Well, inside of AgVisor Pro, if you search any rep, any uh, expert that's inside AgVisor Pro, the first thing you see at the bottom is the ability to schedule a meeting with them. So you schedule a meeting with them right inside AgVisor Pro. The second thing is you can chat with them. You never have to leave the app. The, the chats just happen on an ongoing thread right inside of AgVisor Pro. And you've got a thread monitor that monitors your chats and lets you know when there's uh, things happening. The third feature is the call feature. And the call feature allows you to do an audio or a visual call. So for example, I don't know why we're still sending crop adjusters out to the field to do a hail inspection when a farmer can use his phone and uh, it's geotagged, it's time stamped, and it's a record of that inspection in the field saying, my barley or my corn has been hammered by hail. I've walked around the area. Here's the geolocation. Here's the pictures. Here's what it looks like. Can I cut it down for feed instead of waiting 10 days for, for you to show up? I don't know why we can't use these tools to do that. That's all built in. Also, we built in a notification center. So so as long as your notifications are turned on your phone, if somebody has answered a question on which you've had a previous answer, or if you're following a question and there's a new answer, or if somebody said you're being helpful, you'll get a notification saying that. So it, it provides you with that ongoing connection. And then the last piece is the search engine that we've built in. So you can search very, very quickly for any topic or expert inside the platform. Hmm. What about, I, I would think this would be useful for people who want feedback from farmers, both like, let's say I want to start a business that I want to grow some really specialty strawberries. I want to grow <laughs> huge strawberries and I'm looking for farmers. Could I somehow use the app to find, you know, the right farmer that has a greenhouse that wants to grow these specialty strawberries for me? So we're very careful right now about uh, making sure that the uh, AgVisor Pro platform doesn't become spam for the farmers. The last thing farmers want to do is get hit with a bunch of spam. As I've mentioned, we have verified sponsored uh, reps from companies. We have verified independent experts. The third uh, one I want to build is called Verified Farmer. Like you come on the platform, you're anonymous. You don't need to worry about that. But why would a farmer want to get verified? Well, this is why. First of all, I need to know, you know, what kind of crops you grow. I, I need to know a little bit about your farming operations so I can establish a personality profile of your farm. And then what if I did this? What if I said, are you interested in 
experimenting with biologicals check this box are you interested in experimenting with robotics are you interested in remote sensing are you interested in growing giant strawberries so if if you check that box up i could connect that company with farmers that are interested this isn't spam anymore this is accelerating the rate of adoption and experimentation by companies that have unique ideas and farmers that are open to experimenting and in many cases i think farmers could actually get paid for this work because companies are looking for a channel to test their product and verify their product and build their market but they don't know who to go to and i think this would be really really uh, amazing and i i think that even from retailers like how many retailers will say no 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 but some retailers will say yes and so we've got to understand which retailers are open to studying your remote sensing or biological technology again how do you find them when you're a startup or an early stage company in the marketplace yeah well i think you're you're touching on there a really important insight which is it's not just about discoverability and connectivity it really has to be about trust and so you have to not only provide the platform where they could find each other but the mechanism for which they can develop trust with each other well absolutely i mean if you let's go back to biologicals biologicals are just coming there's there's so many uh, interesting and exciting opportunities to implement biologicals but those biologicals are probably dependent on crop and soil type. And how does a company sort out where in North America do these biologicals actually really work? Well, the only way to sort that out is really by putting it in the ground with farmers and cooperators who are excited about using your technology. So that's kind of where I think there's a, a huge opportunity. Right. Yeah. And I mean, this is going to be obvious for you because you've been thinking about this for years, but to me, I see it as filling the gap between, all right, if I really want to know the right story, I've got like academic papers that I have to pay to access and they're very hard to read, or I've got ag tech marketing websites that are just going to tell me what they want me to know. Like that whole gap in the middle of like, how do I get real answers is kind of hard to fill. And it seems like that's exactly the sweet spot that you all are, are building in. Yep. That's exactly it. I, I, and I just think the sky's the limit. You know, we were talking to somebody about aquaculture, fish farming the other day. If you wanted to start fish farming, where would you find your experts for fish farming? And pretty hard. But uh, we want to make that happen instantaneously. Well, what about you mentioned the sort of farm marketplace. Can you talk more about that specifically? Yeah, I believe that uh, we have a whole bunch of... Uh, of uh, services and offerings that can be offered in a virtual farmer's market. You go to a farmer's market, it's about touching and feeling. You're picking up the tomatoes and you're picking up the cabbage and the potatoes and, and the ceramics and the, the jar of honey and you're picking that all up at the farmer's market. You go to an auction sale, a lot of that's virtual now, so maybe that's a good example. But what I want to do with AgVisor Pro is I want to make virtual services available to the agricultural community. So if you have have got these NDVI maps and you're looking for a second opinion as to how to interpret this NDVI imagery, can you find somebody on AgVisor Pro to give you a hand? Well, yes, you can. If you've got a conflict in your family and you don't know how to deal with a daughter-in-law that's really disrupting the relationship in the farm family, who do you find to talk to about that issue? Again, that's available on AgVisor Pro. 
uh, if you're looking at transition planning or wealth management, there's a company called 33.7 on Advisor Pro, and they have a tax-free solution that you should look at as part of your strategy. So I'm, I'm excited about being able to set up virtual farmers markets that can be accessed by farmers from virtually anywhere and also make those farmers markets regional. In other words, what would be the virtual farmers market in Australia? And are there some specificities that are needed in the Australian market or the Brazilian market or the South African market that are different than North America? But again, using the technology that we've built, we can accommodate that. Right. Man, it's exciting. No, I, I think it's great. Obviously, you know, for everyone listening they probably fit the description of either a farmer or a, an advisor or somebody who works for a company or an investor, all of which it sounds like can have an opportunity to participate, theoretically, at least. So should they just download the app? Is that the place to start or go to the website or what? what's the call to action here? The simplest way is that uh, we're mobile centric. So uh, iOS and Android, you just look for AgVisor, A-G-V-I-S-O-R-P-R-O, AgVisor Pro and download the app and you can be up and running in 30 seconds. I just wanted to say that if you stuck with us this far into the podcast, good for you. Tim, this is highly esoteric what we're building here. A lot of people roll their eyes when I try to explain what we're trying to build. And for the last number of years, you know, you can't show this on a PowerPoint. It can't be vaporware. You have have to put it in your hands and so now if you download agvisor pro it's in your hand you can experiment with it you can start to use it today again it's a really fun place to see where we're using technology to shrink time and space and and connect you in a brand new way well thank you so much for the time i this is uh long overdue and, and thanks for coming back again for a third time i'm excited to see where agvisor pro goes because i think you've done some amazing things in this industry and i think this could be among the most impactful so i'm um, looking forward to where it goes from here thanks a lot tim continued success uh with your podcast uh, future of agriculture is amazing and if you're not listening to it all the time you need to thanks a lot tim thank you rob all right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. I really do enjoy talking to Rob. I, I mean, that's why he's been on the show three times. I think he might be our only featured guest that's been on three times. I'd have to check myself on that. But I, I think if you're entrepreneurial and you love agriculture, it's impossible not to get inspired and motivated by uh, what he continues to do after all the success he's had. So wish him further success with AgVisor Pro. The best place, as he said, is just go download the app. It's free for iPhone and Android. I got my own account through the course of doing this interview and uh, super interested to see where they take this. And they already are building an active community in agriculture. So I do encourage you to check that out. Thanks to Rob for being on the show. Thank you so much to Acres for sponsoring this quarter of the podcast. And thanks so much to you for your time and your attention. I don't take it lightly. I'll be back next week with another story of ag innovation. 